0: Hi, welcome back to The Good Podcast by me, your host, Scott Gooding. You may have noticed a bit of a name change. We've had a little facelift here on on the podcast, but don't worry, it's still showcasing amazing people doing incredible things, both in the health space, well-being space, mental health and entrepreneurship. Uh, My first guest today, or my guest today, is a giant of a man and I mean that in both the literal sense and metaphorically, Joel Thompson has had a long and successful career as a professional rugby league player. Joel started his career at the Melbourne Storm before heading to Canberra, and he's now settled on my doorstep at Manly Sea Eagles. But it's Joel's journey as a man which will eclipse any success on the field. Joel's childhood and experiences growing up has shaped him to be the man he is today and pushed him into a field of work that helps others feel empowered and connected. Guys, we jump straight into it. So here's the incredible Joel Thompson. I do, I do a few things. Yeah. Um, so I've got a, a bunch of restaurants yeah. that are soon to open. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, so we've got one opening in Blacktown, one on the sunny coast, Gold Coast, one in the city centre. Well, yeah, nice. It's a good place. Good place, yeah. Uh, we've got some ready meals. i bring out some yeah. ready, ready meals in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. got an online program. I've written about nine health books and cookbooks and stuff. So it, I guess it. I guess it kind of, yeah. My sort of cornerstone product is is books and cooking yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah, nice. And then from that, cool. All right. these other sort of opportunities that presented. Yeah, yeah. yeah, French, yeah, yeah nice. Um, how was training, mate?
1: Yeah, no. You're it, just it saying, was... you got a bit of a cork. Yeah, yeah. I got a cork in one of the drills, so I've been um, I've been rehab training um, for the last week or so. I've sort of got an old injury that I've sort of carried for a little bit, and it's. Old age is catching up on me. How I'm, old are you? Um, 31, but 32 in August. Oh, you look pretty good. Yeah, but I've You've always... Be the best looking man in the yeah, league. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm up there. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 no. Um, <laughs> that was a quick call up in the missus. No, that's one of the bar up missus. Um, <laughs> no, I... um, yes, yeah, so I've sort of had tendonitis in the, um, in the knee and then it's just been wear and tear and um, I've sort of... I've got this old school mentality where I just just put up with the pain yeah. and skip through sessions but it started to get real bad where I was um, favouring it too much when I was running I was people were hitting me from this side and I was just crumbling so I was affecting my footy standards what yeah, I had rolled right. myself to so I was just like oh, I've
0: got to address this so um, so yeah went and had a look at it And but are, aren't you kind of aren't you kind of um, do you have a full banquet like a full suite of specialists that kind of yeah yeah, like you've got physios. Well, no, and we got physios. And...
1: We we have physios and, and guys that also get the massages, and we have strength and conditioners, and we have you know high performance. You know, we have all different varieties of staff, and all have different strengths and um, you know knowledge in different areas. But um, it's just yeah, it's just when you're a player, um, it's just you making sure you, you're more. Um, responsible for you sort like you right, so you can do
0: stuff outside, outside of outside of
1: it but you just got you need a direction you need to know what you 're doing so that 's right. where i 'm at I said i didn't I just kept on putting up of it going you know it'll be right it'll be right um, but it got worse and then um, now i 'm sort of working really hard with my own program how to strengthen the areas of it so it won 't affect me come the season and I can get on top of it because I got picked in the Indigenous All Stars so yeah, right. um I'll play that in two weeks so I wanna be strong and, and I don't yeah. be out there and, you know, and play a play a game. Yeah, 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 and not play to my be best, you know. So I just I've been working hard to to do that but um, the coach also wants me out in the paddock and doing, you know, training um, for the season. So yeah. Yeah, it's just a bit of you get a bit of pressure in footy to making sure yeah sometimes your body lets you down there's not much you can do about it but do, you just do you ever like
0: think outside the outside the square in terms of like treatment you do like cryotherapy yeah, all that. or yeah, yeah. stem cell injections and no
1: well all. I haven't looked in the stem cells I've sort of I've spoken about it with another friend and um, I hear it pop up a bit on podcasts yeah. about, I can't remember the country but they've got that uh, there's a country where they, over in America, South America, I don't know, but they, you can go to like a special uh, yeah, yeah, re- yeah. retreat and they do the stem cell stuff and you state. Yeah. There. So there's all
0: these. Yeah. It's, it's getting more popular, popular in the states. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. They just hop across the they border. They hop across, and, yeah, yeah. And
1: they go and get that. So um, um, I, I try and do everything that the at the club at Manly sort of provide and they sort of push their game in the right direction because I'm a footballer and I just, you know, focus on footy stuff on the other side of things. Uh, those guys who are specialised and have done research and different, they know what's best for me. So I, I just pick their brains and sort of yeah. and do the right thing and and make sure I'm accountable. So when I'm coming home, I'm doing my rehab stuff, yeah. which my wife can back me up. with that a bit, yeah. but I, now I've you know previously I've, I've been lazy in different areas, but now I sort of you realise how important those little things are. And, and well, yeah,
0: <clears throat> it would be a nightmare being a physio and like prescribing your, your patients and your clients? Yeah. All these like. Yeah. rehab prehab stuff because nobody it. would do it right it's no, just that's right boring.
1: Yeah. yeah it's boring so um but yeah just it's all part of footy and it's professional athlete you know you just uh, something that's all part of the job how,
0: how how long is a typical uh career for you guys again it's it's hard to say how long is, yeah. is it shorter for you boys yeah versus it the, can, yeah the it can be it can
1: be shorter it can it depends on your body um what injuries you have um Yeah, um, how good you're playing how poor you're playing it's just yeah um, it all changes some guys come into um, the NRL and play you know 20 games some play one or two games some play 300 games it just really depends on different you know different things that happen so so many variables um, yeah there is so um, for me I've been lucky Um, I've worked hard but um, I've been involved in the NRL in the system now since I was 18 I was at the Melbourne Storm Um, part time and then I went to the Canberra Raiders 19 and made my debut and uh, I've played 220 games and other games so um, yeah so been around for a while yeah right so how long
0: have you been up here Uh, this is my third year my third season yeah at Manly and loving this area yeah I
1: love the area Um, didn't you know Really unknown because I, I, over the years I've just come to Brookbale and played against Manly and sort of haven't gone up too far up this up this way. So it's it's really nice up this way and um, you now our family's really enjoyed it. Um, you know, the, the girls and uh, my how, wife. How and, old are your girls? Um, <coughs> oh, the stepdaughter is 18. I've got a, yeah, wow. another one. Um, the middle one is six and the youngest is two and a half. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So... Good mix there, um, all girls, girls run the house big time, but oh, yeah. um, no, it's, it's good, um, you know, it's, it's it's hard, you know, I've, I've lived um, by the water, or close to the water, um, for the last, what is it, six or, six or seven years, uh, from moving from Canberra, and you know, it's so nice, you know, going for swims and
0: nice cafes, I, I love that lifestyle. Yeah, it's pretty uh, good, I, I lived in Bondi for... 17 18 years oh did you yeah. i moved up here about 18 months ago I oh did you I it yeah it's the nice. best yeah i'm a bit further but not not much further like yeah. in whale beach oh Whale well, so nice it's so there. good
1: uh, i can't remember the cafe me and my wife and some friends went to but yeah it's it's really good it's a good spot up here so so what, enjoying have it a kid does, where's does your six-year-old go to school uh Monovale, Oh yeah so not not far um yeah, like like I said, we were at Wollongong. I was at the Dragons, and um, yeah, made the move up here and opportunity come along, and um, yeah, loved it so far. It's it's been it's been good. You surf? No, it's it's hard. I um I was I'll be honest. I'm I'm quite um got a lot of ego. <laughs> um, I was like I'll ease, I'll do that. Yeah. And I'm, I'll, there, I'm, I'll I'll do that. If you can yeah. do it, I'll do it. And I had a crack a couple of times and i will be
0: dreadful. It's, it's I, a lot I, of work. Oh, mate. Just even paddling out there, I'm oh. like going, this is way too much work <laughs> yeah. for me. And, I remember yeah. getting a, I've just started getting into it and being diligent about it. To your point, like you've got to, it's one of those, I mean, I've, I've always been fairly athletic. Yeah. And it's one of those things that I thought, you know, just grab a board, yeah. how hard it can be, like all these guys yeah. are doing it. Yeah, like, that's right. Um, and so I've been pretty diligent about it for about a year but prior to that I, I had that kind of you know attitude that how yeah. hard can it be yeah that's right I remember getting a surfboard for a Christmas present one year Boxing Day I went out to Maroubra didn't mm. know never been on a board before didn't know what yeah. I was doing paddled out turned around caught the first wave stood up and stepped off onto the beach I was like fuck I've yeah. cracked it. Yeah, yeah, it is that easy. Yeah, you, know, you just need a bit of balance yeah, yeah, in the way. Balance, yeah. That's probably the best wave I've ever caught <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, never to be replicated. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it's, know, a, it's I, a humbling it's, pursuit. Oh, it
1: is, and it's just it's just similar to like anything you throw yourself into, whatever sport it is, and yeah. you got a lot of respect for those people that, that yeah. do well in it. I'm, I just started jujitsu, um, oh, yeah. so I've only done a few sessions, but I've done different types of wrestling with rugby league and, yeah. and our sessions and um, but my daughter was doing it and I watched it and I'm like it's something that I want to get involved in and I've heard some really good feedback of yeah. you know, being challenged but also being humbled and, and having it as a yeah. um, you know always a lear- you're always learning you're always you know and it was good you know you leave your ego at, at, the, at the door and you yeah. go in
0: there and, and i will definitely happen and to me a few times the, the rules that apply in NRL probably don't apply no, jiu jitsu, you no. can't just go full bore no, all the time, you know. Like, you, yeah. I've never done jiu jitsu, yeah. but I've, I've, that's, I've heard so many things about almost like the language of jiu jitsu. Yeah, you gotta be, you gotta know when to put it on, yeah, when to take a breather and to maintain control yeah. of breath. And...
1: So, I, I love all that, you know. I took on one of the purple belts, um, oh, yeah. who's a Brazilian dude, and um, I remember when, what when it, all, you're a white belt, yeah, I'm a white belt man, but um, <laughs> I remember him. And I was, I was a little bit bigger than him, and I was thought, you know, I'm going to go hard here, but the whole time it was, like, it was just breathing and staying relaxed, and he actually set me up a beauty, because I thought, you know, I'm going to get side control. That's jujitsu jitsu talk, sorry, but um, I was like, I'm going to get side control, I'm going to go in hardy and get it. Uh, but he, he wanted me to think that, and he mm-hmm. set me up for that. He, he knew I was going to go. He actually right. gave me the opening, but he sort of, before I could go for it, he sort of flipped me around and put a hole in it. And I was like, Wow. And I spoke uh, oh, yeah. to yeah, like a
0: choreography. Co- co- yeah, yeah. Know, yeah like it me. is. It's a
1: game of chess, and yeah. it's about you know, it's about you, um, the discipline that you have in yourself to sort of stick to the process, and and also to not you know go go crazy and mm. go a hundred miles an hour, and stay calm and stay relaxed,
0: and mm. making sure. Um, Which would it be hard for you? Right, like it is hard for me. you're conditioned for oh, that.
1: I'm conditioned for that. I've been conditioned for that, and, and again, my my wife and my friends can back me up. I'm. I'm 100 miles an hour. Like, I, the way I play footy, the way I trained, and um, even at, in doing my rehab exercises at the moment, I'm getting told constantly, calm down, to yeah, stop doing slower. it so quick, slower. Yeah. Take it, you take, and I'm just, like, punching through it, and I'm finished. Yeah. So I'm, he's like, no, you're not doing it the right way. you're yeah. yeah, just in everything. So, it's different for me, and I, um, you know, it's probably... As I've gotten older, I've started to realize how important it is, to maybe just to take take a step back a bit yeah. and sort I of think as you get older
0: too, there's a there's an element of your ego, yeah, like diminishing anyway. Oh yeah, oh, I, know, I know. that. Well, it certainly applies to me. I don't know. Oh, I'm definitely a bit, I'm a bit Older than you, but yeah, with my training, it's you know I just do gym training. Yeah, but I know that I'm less concerned about you know the results and the performance. Yeah, I don't. I don't care who's no, in the gym, care. Yeah, I go to this poxy little gym in Whale Beach that yeah. no one else really goes to, there's yeah. no mirrors, and it fucking just suits me down to the team. Yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. So, but is the skills that you're learning in jujitsu? jitsu they're probably transferable, aren't they, to...
1: Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, some of the different positions, like we do, um, like I said, rugby league's a lot different, but... Um, rugby league's changed over time. Um, for the last ten or so years, I've been involved. Um, you know, a lot more controlling the tackle. Um, again, um, getting a little one percent advantages in, in controlling the tackles. And yeah. you know, the people, the benchmark was Melbourne Storm. You know, they're, they're guys that really put a lot of time in their, their wrestling. Every other team sort of jumped in the back of that. And for the last ten years, it's really. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know you pick up different stuff that you can put in rugby league, but yeah, you know, right. it's all it's all different. Yeah.
0: So where did, where did you grow up? Oh. Yeah, so I grew up.
1: You know, there's, there's a couple of different places. There's a few different places, but um, my hometown I call Ivanhoe. It's far west of New South Wales. Um, I was born in a place called Griffith, but I spent time in um, Wagga Wagga, oh, yeah. um, rural New South Wales. Uh, Gundy there, guy. There's a beach there too, isn't there? No a river, oh, that, a river. Yeah, don't a river. they call that. They call that bend the beach. On, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll try and claim it as a beach, but it's nothing close to a beach. But yeah. um, um, Gundigai, um So those, oh, those, you those, moved those, about uh, a bit then. A little bit. Um, you know, a young, a youngish mum. Um, just with different partners over that time. Sort of had us move from different, different towns and and packed up and went to the next one. And was that? Was that? That would've been
0: pretty tough as a
1: young, Oh yeah, young bloke. it definitely was. Um, yeah, I look back and I always um, you know I always looked at my childhood as you know, as as tough, but I look back on it now and I, I look at it as a lot of growth in me and a lot of it made me really I know it's clear but it really made me who I am and it it it, it made me stronger in, in ways that I never thought I was, you know, right. it's just made me uh, I'm mean, more grateful for the family I have now, for the things I have now, you know, opening up the fridge and having a fridge full of food or mm. um, just different stuff, you know, I look back and, um, yeah, it was... Was that,
0: uh, was that not the case sometimes at home? Oh,
1: it was, it was, it was tough um, at home, um, you know, my mum had her own challenges and the partners that she had sometimes, were, they weren't good men, they weren't good people and, um, you know, if it was... Um, domestic violence or if there was um, there was yeah, when you were a kid you always felt on edge you know you, you always it wasn't a relaxing environment at all you yeah, could say right. there was always something happening there was al- always you could or... always feel it as a kid you feel mm-hmm. that and at night, instead of going to bed and drifting off to sleep, you'd be thinking about what's going on, or you could hear arguments. Is this, you know, someone going to explode into the door? Is this always, you know, that fight flight? They say a lot about that, and I felt like that was on and off, on and off, mm-hmm. and that that switch was just constantly, you know, going yeah, right. to one to the other. But, um, you know, it was a period where, um, if we're going to dive into this deep, um, so my name was actually Joel Murdoch for a certain period of my life there was a there was a male figure who I thought was my was my dad for a long period of time and um the same father as my as my brother and um you know I called him dad and his family were you know I caught and um that was my identity in some way um you know it was a certain period where I was um what was at about 11 um I remember a conversation and um uh, my mum called me we staying staying at one of her friends places and um, after he, she split with, with who I thought was my dad and she said, oh, he's not your real dad, uh, and, um, you know, your real dad's so-and-so. Um, yeah. How, he, how old are you at this point? So around 11. Right. Yeah. So she so just you could dropped, imagine dropped it on you? It was dropped. And I was picking up different hints along the way, like, yeah. um, from my cousins saying different things, you know, just as a kid, there was a lot of confusion as a Mm. kid growing up, and, um, but, you know, that moment really, um, was a moment, um, I'll, I'll never forget, because, you know, my mum then, uh, made me jump on the phone to my biological dad, um, and explained a bit of the backstory, not much to it, um, and said, "Well, we need some money. Can you ring him?" And this is, you know, so it was a very awkward and cringeworthy conversation, wow. and very confusing, and I question a lot: who I am, who, who really am I, and you know, what else isn't true? You know, wow. who, you know, just so I, I the, guess that was the the, start. the
0: same moment you're told that you, you it's been asked of you to call him as well to yeah, call you, call your...
1: pretty much. Yeah, ten minutes after You're fucking that, trying to wrap your. Head I'm around trying it. to wrap my head around it, like, and then getting, you know, a phone call, um, chucking, you know, the talk to someone, a stranger, pretty much, yeah. you know, that he's my dad, and, you know, it was, it would have been tough for him as well because, yeah, um, you know, it's just uh, that's the, you know, the moments you have in life that you just don't leave you, yeah. and the feeling of it. the the surrounding of it, I can remember that backyard, I don't remember any backyard, but just everything about that moment is something that I'll never forget, and I guess, again, I'll talk about things that happened to me when I was younger, those defining moments, I guess that was one of them, and um, yeah, it just probably was the start of me questioning this world, and just, you know, who am I? Um,
0: So, yeah, that happened. Um, Did, Did you, can I ask, did you maintain... Contact with your biological dad? Yeah,
1: it was tough because um, me and my mum were. It was just me and her, and uh, my oh, with, with my biological dad. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I do um, here and there. He's more of a, just a, as a good friend, and right. he's been involved in in my life. He's you know been to my wedding. He's you know he's he's got his own family. He's got his kids, and and you know we talk here and there on the phone. He's a he's a good guy, and um, you know we haven't really had a deep conversation about, you know, why he wasn't there and everything that happened. And I I don't know, um, maybe he'll be ready in time to do that. But, um, yeah, so from there, um, my mum actually met a guy from, she was writing letters, love letters. It must have been, you know, pretty powerful letters, but she fell in love uh, with this guy from, he was doing some time. Um, He got released and um, we moved Had she met him before he went in? No, so she met him through um, another a family a cousin of ours, and she had a partner who was uh, in and out of jail, and it was one of his friends. But anyway, um, yeah, so he got released, and we moved to a place called Kondoblen. Um and yeah, things things got even tougher. I was missing my brother because it's like anyone you get split from, you know, a sibling, and you know, i have done everything where, with my Where brother. did he go? He went with his dad and right. he moved to, um, moved away to, and I was just lost that contact, you know, I just lost talking to him and he an older brother. Younger? Yeah. A younger brother. Yeah, right. And he was someone, you know, when things were not, you know, when things were tough in the house, I remember just running to each other's rooms mm. and, and sort of comforting each other and saying, I remember going, everything's going to be all right. Just, you know, mm. and we sort of had that bond yeah, as, as other, young kids. Yeah. We had each other, but, um, so that was tough, you know, the be called. Oh, I'm not a Joel Murdoch anymore. So you know, and have that identity taken away from me. This isn't my real dad, which is really you know because he's uh, my nan and pop. Like, it's just everything. It was just a really confusing time for me. Um, so in that, like,
0: I'm just sort of yeah, trying so, to get in. Your, no, no, it's yeah. I'm just trying to get in your headspace as an yeah. 11 year old, like trying to contend with all that news, the change. Is there anyone orbiting your world that? you can go to for solace and comfort or guidance or it's yeah I,
1: not that you know i had aunties and uncles that cared for me and i went and stayed with them during times and i had my grandparents on both sides and um was you know looked after me like you know they they loved me to death and um you know different people there were supportive of me and you know it was as i've grown i've you know, I've worked with different disadvantaged groups and hear different kids' stories, and there's some there's some really different. But I still had people there that loved me and cared mm-hmm. for me. I just, at the time, I probably, um, I wasn't aware of. I know, oh, I just, I'm not aware of it. What's the word? I probably um, didn't believe in it because I right. just believe this world was just like, you know, I just thought it was just me, you know. Mm and I was I just felt so that isolated. moment kind
0: of a lot unravelled
1: yeah a lot unravelled yeah, in these yeah. periods these couple of years really gave me challenges in life later on that yeah. I wasn't aware were going to come right um, so um, yeah then my mum and um, Gorda, uh, he got released from, from prison and we went to a small place called Condoglin Shannon Knowles the singer's oh, yeah. hometown yeah, yeah right. not much happening there <laughs> the except one, him. The yeah, one, one thing, thing. <laughs> that's the famous thing yeah from, I don't know when he was even on TV, <laughs> but, um, so I went to a place called Condoblin and, um, yeah, the domestic violence was something that happened a lot growing up with, um, in the house. And then, uh, we moved with you personally, or you just saw a lot of it, you know, it and that. I got, you know, definitely, it, you know, it, it was, it was tough. And then, um, we moved to Condoblin and then, you know, things obviously were, were tough again. He got out of, I remember the scene the um, you know tattoos on his face and just different it was just something that I wasn't you know um, used to um, and then he was involved in um, drugs um, not heavy he- heavy drugs but there was a lot of you know a bong piece or something around yeah it was something that I wasn't used to again even though it it was, was, was tough but I wasn't used to seeing this of you know, in the kitchen and on the, you know, yeah. or whatever, it was yeah. just around all the time. Or um, there was a lot of people in and out of the house. Um, they they dealt as well, which brought a lot of like weed. Yeah. So, but it brought a lot of different characters uh, yeah. to the house, yeah. and um, the police were um, you could I am still remember never story, too far away. Those um, raids at the house. So, as a as a kid, you could imagine the. Those, those feelings as well I, I felt very um, you're still in that kind of fight yeah, or flight kind of... definitely and it was just still just a different version of it because yeah. before he wasn't as violent but it was just different type of what's going to happen you yeah. know and I don't know whose idea it was to put my bedroom in one of the houses I was sort of at the front so a lot of people that come to the school knocked on that window or like and I was you know just always like
0: yeah. jumping or yeah. like you know whatever so um, that did, happened did, can, can you like uh, are any of these sort of um, is this environment affecting you at school or anything like yeah you... definitely
1: definitely affecting me at school I felt um, again I just felt very alone um, I felt so different to everyone everyone you know going to a new school um, changing That's my last name Anyway, isn't it? Yeah. changing my last name and with a small town it didn't take long for kids parents to tell them you know that's the that's the kid who's got the bad parents or their mm. their, their parents are involved in you know it's just um so I, I was a lot of questioning of myself and of who I really was and mm. you know how good this life really was you know yeah, I just right. I, you know I found it quite tough and um you know there was a lot of times I didn't want to go to school I didn't go to school. Um, you know, if I go to school, I didn't come home. And no one was saying, hey, did you do your homework? It was yeah. just it was so um, it was so loose. Unregulated. Yeah, yeah. unregulated. And it was, it was wild. And I remember going on car trips to go and pick up stuff and um, from Sydney. And I remember this one time. Stuff like? I'd Pick up gear. Gear and right. whatever else. And I remember one time I, I held the bum bag once that had all the cash in it. And I <laughs> left, it in, left it in a... Um, apartment we were at um, in Western Sydney and the apartment we were at were, um, they were attics and I left it on the, on the floor and they, we drove to the other side of it, and I remember the abuse that I copped and the, this the speed the car was going to get back to the apartment but just different things like this, you know, so stu-
0: stuff that are 12, 13 a year shouldn't, old- shouldn't yeah. have
1: to go through and the feelings and the, you know, I shouldn't, you know, all this sort of stuff. And again, I look back on it and I just think it, it really did shape me. It, it just. But it, it could it,
0: equally. It could have turned me that different yeah. direction because. You probably um, had lots of sort of T intersections in your life that. Yeah, for sure. You know. I and mean, I have, and during my life.
1: And, um, you know, I'm lucky for my wife out there in the lounge room who've sort of had a big part of me turning in the right direction and, and putting a lot of time and effort in me where I, I did a lot of women, a lot of people, not to say, you know, would have walked the other way and yeah. sort of, so um, I've been lucky. M- it right. might
0: even be easier, you know, in some respect to go down that, if, yeah. if that's oh. your world, that's your environment. That's, that's a world I sort Most, of grew up in. people. Yeah. And I was, like, it'd be pretty easier.
1: Yeah, it was. So, and then from Condoglin, we went out to Ivanhoe. I was involved in... Troubled. You know, it was a small place. It didn't work out. The didn't take long for the police to work out who was doing breaking into houses. And I remember this one house we broke into. um, Me and my cousins. We stole a whip, like just a cracking. Yeah, stock whip it was, and um, we stole it from this old man. And um, it was one of my nem's friends. Hanging up on the. Yeah, it was. It was hanging up in this in this frame. Like, oh, let's get that. So we took it and. we end up this How is something I'll never forget this. How old are you, Joel? Though? So around that I'm, I'm 12. twelve twelve. Right. And um I still will never forget this because I remember the feeling of um now looking back. So his his wife who passed away gave him that, that whip and um we stole it and we're just out in the bush with you know, we're eyebrows nurses cracking this whip and um and I remember the police to come around and the um, to invest uh, to question me and my cousins and take us down to the police station. I was trying to act tough and when I got down there I was starting to tear up and like, I don't want to go to jail sort of thing and then um, but I remember the nan, my nan and seeing her face and the disappointment on her. She was, you know, a very respectful lady around the community and um, you know, When she found out that we took that whip, and you know what it meant what it to meant, her friend that the, she the sentimentality, sentiment, with, yeah, it, just yeah. everything. You know, as a kid, you, you don't really think about different stuff like that. What nah. you're doing, and you just, I was just pretty much following my cousins. There wasn't too much to do around the town. Um, you know, there was no beaches, there was no rivers. Yeah. It's just a small community. Um, so breaking into houses and stealing stuff and doing whatever was sort of just something, you know. I was out of boredom but just you know yeah just but anyway um you know disappointment but i guess th- my nan um gave me a, a real a real um a real talking to and sort of a bit of a bit of a slap in the head and sort of you know told me to wake up to myself and um i guess it was probably the moment i sort of wanted to change the direction i was heading because you know i remember her
0: Did telling you remember me, that kind of that thought process or was it just more sort of no i
1: just remember just my name kept reminding me if i wanted to be like certain people or i wanted to have you know and just how i was behaving and how the direction i was heading and yeah um you know by then i had a bit of a relationship with me um biological dad michael and um got into a boarding school so um before i went into i went back over to gandhi guy and lived with my brother and uh, me Nen and Pop, who I called nan and Pop, and absolutely beautiful people, and um, you know, the greatest people you'd ever meet, and something, you know, those two people gave me everything, and um, went over there and played a year of footy, started playing footy, and then went back out to Ivano, a bit of a back and forth sort of um, time, and then um, went to boarding school, um, started playing rugby league more regularly, Went to a Catholic boarding school, wow, I was, um, yeah, so different. In Guns <laughs> No, this is in Red Bend, Forbes. Um, the way I spoke, um, my behaviour, just every, I was just, it was like I was from a different planet compared right. to other kids in some way. Um, but I started playing rugby league to make friends and I enjoyed it. Um, got lucky, got picked up by the Melbourne Storm, you know, right. it was a, you know which was a, a big opportunity, you know. Um, so had
0: you been playing footy, just bits dot dot kind of thing? Or I, like...
1: I always loved footy, but sometimes um, you know different circumstances or different things didn't allow me to play footy right. as much as I wanted to. You know, living so life, you, there yeah. wasn't enough people out there, so I would go up and play at the local footy oval and play against people that were bigger and you know or that older. Was, there wasn't enough
0: people in the yeah, there wasn't enough a, people
1: in town. So to get a team, I remember it used to be um, my cousins. We used to have. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but it used to be um, blacks versus whites, and I was always brought up you know, proud Aboriginal, but they made me always go on the, the white side because of my fair skin, and I'd have to play against my own <laughs> cousins <laughs> and get, and get, well, yeah, and get right. past it. But no, that's what we had to do, you know, yeah, you just make up the numbers. Make up the numbers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went to the boarding school, um, I guess I started to improve who I was, and Again, I still had a lot of stuff I, I held deep down. I didn't really talk to anyone about um, things that I witnessed, the way I felt. It was just too... are, you an, are you an angry kid at this point? Yeah, I was. I was an angry kid. Yeah, I was right. an angry kid at the world. I was just... Um, a disagreement would be me being quite angry. and yeah. And just... I just didn't know how to control my emotions. I didn't even know what any of this was. It was just like... Yeah, it's just what just I was. Raw, it's like, just... Raw, it's yeah. who I was. and. Yeah. Um, never, really, never had the conversations around any of this. So, um, but got through schooling. Footy was was a big saviour for me. Um, I put my time and effort into training and playing and made friends. And um, yeah, boarding school was good. Little discipline things, making me bed. Um, you know, just different yeah, things. There's, a lot,
0: there's a, lots of studies um, that have come out from like little daily chores, like making your bed, and how it hmm. kind of like. Sets, sets, discipline. Yeah, sets discipline sets discipline yeah. sets the tone of the day yeah yeah my so, I can't stand doing it myself no nah, no nah, right. nah. <laughs>
1: but just yeah you know, different things I guess it changed the direction I was heading but I just still had um those periods that of my childhood sort of still I uh, couldn't let go I just like the happy times where I was happy and then I'd go and just lay in my bed and I was thinking about different things that happened or what you know who was there really for me, or all these different things, you mm. know, being split up away from everyone, you know, when these boarders had families to go to on the weekends, you know, I'd be at the boarding school by myself, or right. um, some boarders would have a lot of, you know, food and that in their cupboards, I'd, you know, I'd always have to go and raid them, but, you know, I'd have, like, heaps of drinks and food, and, you know, I was, I never had the, right. the money to have the... Yeah, you know, just different things. So you weren't like, going home at weekends. No, it was Were you going just home so hard. On, on I just holidays and stuff. Like, no, it was yeah. I'd go home for holidays. I'd yeah. go to Gundy. I'd catch a bus yeah. to go and see my brother and my yeah. and pop. But um, but yeah, those those years at, at boarding school um, helped shape me again. I just it's just little parts of growth of just improving yeah. um, where I could have went and who I wanted to be. You
0: know, I just knew I had to be hard. And um, finished, that takes a degree of like. Self awareness, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like, which normally it's, sort of comes as you mature. Yeah, it does. And it's more about being honest to yourself, I think, mm. over that. And
1: um, I just knew I wanted it out of life. i have just been around people that did it so tough and and lived a certain way, and I was just always held that. I know it's the wrong thing to do. I really haven't spoken about this before, but I was like, I don't want that life. I don't want to rely on um, Centrelink link every week. I don't yeah. want to, re- you know, be involved. I just. I just knew that life was... i see people yeah. how diff grow, Growing up that way, I just yeah. knew how tough that life was yeah. and I just wanted more for myself. So. Yeah, it's quite amazing. Yeah, hey? and so um, I made the Aussie School Boys and I went down to the Melbourne Storm after I finished my HSC. I won't share what I got me my HSC, but hey, I had a crack and <laughs> I... My, <laughs> but my education... is <laughs> a now, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, my education wasn't the best, to be honest. Um, but... Um, <laughs> You know, I, I, I tried in different different, but I just didn't take it serious enough. I didn't just didn't have that discipline to
0: really study I, hard. I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, I I, I did okay. At, yeah. At nine, like yeah. And you know, I went on to college and uni and stuff. But yeah, you know, within about six months of leaving uni, maybe a year, nobody's asking. No. What you did, what you got. Yeah. And you know, what am I now? Like twenty years from that. Yeah. Like. Nobody asks to see your no. CV. Nobody asks to see yeah. what grade you yeah, got. It's where it's, right. yeah. it's just who you know, what type of person you are. Yeah, um, that that has more standing than yeah qualifications. Yeah. Well, unless you're pursuing a, you know, you want to well, be a lawyer, that, or yeah, yeah. doctor, no, def, or... definitely
1: won't be happening. But um, <laughs> maybe me girls. I've got a big
0: hopes then them girls. Yeah, so, um, that's all
1: right. But yeah, I went to the Melbourne Storm, and yeah, I was definitely out of my comfort zone, and I got challenged big time. I remember. Uh, a so is,
0: is this like a, an apprenticeship at this no, point? No, so is I this...
1: finished my HSC and right. finished um, a tour of um, went on the Aussie Schoolboys tour and come back from England and went into right. um, full-time training with the Melbourne Storm squad. Right. So I'm with all guys I've seen on TV. And, yeah, um, for a country boy, I my mindset and my wasn't wasn't. Ready for NRL. It wasn't NRL standards. I was looking for the easy option. I wasn't pushing myself in different areas. My diet was just eat whatever. Um, drinking, I love you know having a beer and discovered nightclubs um, at Melbourne and um, yeah, just perfect recipe. Did not yeah. really excel and and do well so. Um, I remember doing my first bench press and the trainer Alex Corvo a big Italian dude is the strength conditioner at the Warriors he gives me nightmares that bloke but, um, he actually was just laughing in my face I was doing like 60 or 70 kilos bench press he goes Tom I, Thompson, I hope you're I hope you're warming up I'm like man this is my max eh? <laughs> but um what do you up to do now? yeah 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 so, what do you up to now 85?
0: yeah oh, 100
1: and something yeah. but um you know what he um he hammered me but I needed that I look back on it and he was the worst person but really that's what I needed I needed that that person to be hard the, on me the and, discipline yeah, and all the stuff and he'd be keep on he'd be just watching me in the gym and making sure I do every rep and making sure I'm doing it correct and that sort of just started to push me get me out of my comfort zone and really challenge myself that's what I needed to be if I'm going to be a footballer I need to yeah. be challenged I need to do
0: you realise how sort of close that could be and so you're going out drinking yeah but do you realize at that point you're like i could i could make it here and i could have a career and i could yeah i did i still had well paid yeah you know i I backed
1: myself and everything else but again i was still enjoying myself on the weekends i still young yeah i still i was young i was young and i didn't have anyone else telling me you know don't do that don't do that but um
0: it's probably a veneer that that wasn't kind of suppressed right so yeah so now you guys aren't allowed to drink are you sort of Oh, you can. It's your choice, right. but it's just your personal choice
1: of, do you want to be a professional and do the right thing by the right. team? And by well, I thought there was like a blank, It's different blanket. if you're injured or different. Um, if you've got a short turnaround to a game, obviously you don't drink and you right. do the right thing. But again, it's, it comes down to personal choice. You right. can't control players once they're at home. Right. But um, yeah, so I was at Melbourne... Um, got homesick, again I was away from everyone I didn't have any support, I didn't have anyone to call except really my name and my grandparents who were in Guys, so um, I, f- I felt like moving closer would, would be the best thing for me so um, I moved to I signed with the Canberra Raiders and made my debut um, played terrible, who cares but um, played against the Bulldogs um, How bad 2008 nah, not extremely bad but not good. must have been nerve wracking yeah. though, right? It was nerve wracking but I was happy with um, my debut bonus, which I was pretty happy with right. going into the off season and uh, but no it was it was a big moment for me, you know, and just for everything that happened in life and things that you know, it was like you said, so many T intersections intersections yeah. where you know which way I could have yeah. went. Um, where I had to question myself a lot, where at times I had to drag myself up out of you know, and just to really push myself and and um and um, but it all paid off, and you know that was that was pretty special for me. Um, so I was 19, and um, so yeah, went through footy, and over the years for the last 12, oh, what am I trying to do the maths here? So yeah, it's 12 years, 12, 13 years. It's just um, you yeah, know I've been working really hard. I, I really believe I was wired different. I was you know conditioned to be a certain way and you know a lot of my childhood you know those those important years to be conditioned in certain ways you know they make up your personality your traits whatever, what you mm. believe in and mm. I had to change those because some of them just weren't the best to, to live yeah, a good they, life they, they, they weren't going to give me the outcome that I needed in life yeah. and it was me about being honest with myself like, like looking at right. myself in the mirror and going I need to really work on myself. How am I going to control my anger? If things are going wrong. Why should I go and drink? For you know, or what you know? So I had a lot of hiccups in my career. Like I, I didn't get that self-aware until yeah. last year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can even talk again about this up to you know not long ago. But over the years, I've sort of you know continued to play footy. Had me ups and downs, and um, I started to really struggle. Um, I you know started I guess mental health. Um, started becoming more real, um, you know. Through my teenage years, I definitely had had um, um, you know I had difficult times, but I sort of I kept it bottled down. I just didn't know who to go and talk to because yeah, I was brought up in environments where no males went and talk spoke about their feelings. I, they, mental health wasn't even mentioned. You know, no. it was more. Um, survival in those years. Yeah. So, it was about... So, um, I just didn't know how to deal with my thoughts and how I was feeling and these emotions. I was just like, yeah. what do I do? And I had that mentality, like, oh, I'll just get on with it. Yeah. I'll just deal with it. And, you know, the school counsellors, because of... Um, they knew my history and a bit of my background. And um, they they told me, you know, I had to go to the school counsellor. I never took it serious. I just went in there and just gave, a, you know, one word. Yeah, I just yeah. really just just and to tick that box, tick that out, box yeah. and I had to do it but um, yeah it would be of the pressure of football uh, family issues um, you know you chuck in drinking and partying and that sort of lifestyle it was the perfect recipe to really start falling apart right. and really struggling um, with those demons and that's what I did and I struggled and uh, for my wife who's upstairs uh, who's been listening um, she was a big part of me heading in the right direction and going to get help and um, she was really honest with me. I remember being at um, the house and her wanting me to go and speak to a counsellor and to take it actually serious because I probably wouldn't have done it if she didn't really was... Mm, if it was um, down to you. If yeah, if it was down yeah. to me, I probably would have kept that same. I'll, I'll be right, I'll keep bottling. Yeah. But that, that bottling up wasn't going to keep on going on because I started to have some really dark thoughts and really? I was just I just didn't have the, the coping strategies yeah. or you know being so like I just didn't know what to do with it and it's just got it got really tough and I just you know um again it just got to the point where I don't know someone was looking out for me and my wife come into my life and she was mainly my girlfriend or she'd only been with me for a certain period of time and um yeah she went and helped me go and speak to a lady and and from there the lady you know just opened up you know she tears and and just started so that was probably
0: the first time ever, right? That yeah. or maybe you had done to her, your girlfriend.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that was the first time I actually went and spoke yeah. to someone like that. Um, so there from there I went and you know, she gave me some life advice that, you know, end up making you know, changing my life in a big way. Um now about using my story shows, you should go out and help others, go out and share it with, you know, and juvenile justice, or go and help with, you know, different groups that kids come from similar backgrounds, you know, to help those kids and it'll make you feel like it's going to be a starting, it's yeah, going right. to start to heal you from within. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Because I didn't really do any of that, I was, I'll was, i be honest. I was, did I was you quite, think, you know, that's not me? Or... No, that's not me. I, I was quite yeah. lazy. I'd, my days off, I'd go and play the pokies or just, you know, whatever, play the PlayStation. I yeah. just, you know, I didn't really put time into others or didn't really care about others, but I wanted to be better. I just knew I could be better and I could be happier, and I just knew I had to work at it, so I'm going to stick to... What was great, spoken great
0: about? Insight that lady had, you know. Yeah, like. yeah,
1: So that, um, so my wife helped ring around and, and found me a place that I went and helped out at the Australian Indigenous Leadership Centre, where they they've done some good programs and different stuff, and helped out at the juvenile justice. Um, um, yeah, going in there, hanging out with some of the boys, and yeah, getting the getting to talk to them boys and and to help them, and um, yeah, it changed me, and you know, I'd come back and I just. Um, you know, things would be going good, but then I'll, I'll you know, different things, I had a, a very, um, you know, my family were, were were doing it tough, especially with my mum, and, you know, a lot of the phone calls from my mum were, were tough phone calls to take, you know, she was in a certain um, situation, which would also, you know, if I was having a good day, that would, you know, make it, it would bring me down, and, yeah. you know, it was just a lot of stress there, so... Um, you know, I, I thought it was the best option for me to 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 go somewhere else and, and to get away from it because it was you know I, I wanted to be better and I mm. wanted you know to be healthy and happy and mm. I, I've, I felt like I deserved that and I just couldn't deal with what was happening there in Canberra, so I signed the Dragons and went up there and um, again I had some really good times and then I'd, I'd fall, um, I'd struggle again and I'd get back into drinking and partying and just out of control and. I was just like again having some some really some really dark times, which I you know, um, which I made for myself at times. I just because um, I'd go and get help, but I wouldn't take the advice. I'd just you know do it for a week or two, and I'd just go back into old habits and behaviours. But then um, I went and seen a psychologist, um, and then a psychiatrist, and got diagnosed with bipolar uh, type two. So. Um, yeah, you know, it was sort of like, I. the first time my wife, who you um, who met earlier, she actually took me to these specials. She, you know, she's always had my back and really, you know, she knew I was a good person, but I just, I needed to speak to these people. And um, I went and spoke to this guy and he, he gave me medication. And I, and I was like, oh, I don't want medication. Like, this is not
0: me. And um, I'd go to the training. It was but the, with that diagnosis, did... The- did a lot of things start to make sense it made sense everything everything right. he explained pretty
1: much was me right and i was like wow wow and i just was like no nah, that's not me i'm not doing you know and i just kept on yeah. dying it took me um and then he gave me medication and I'll, I'll take it but it mellowed me way too like mm. i'm full of energy you could probably get that impression already. i'm 100 miles <laughs> i'm full of life and i've got heaps of energy and and I was going to train and I wasn't doing what like how I normally was. I yeah. was just so relaxed, like Taking they don't have the a good kick. It, yeah. I'm just like uh, dawdling up to it, you yeah, know in yeah. weights, I wasn't really pushing myself. It just took the that aggressive and competitive edge yeah. and I needed that to be a, of course, a, yeah. an elite rugby league player. So I took myself off the medication. Um, there was a stage there where my mum where my, my wife was actually putting it in my mouth and made me swallow it in front of her because she just she knew it would help me. I was telling her, I said, babe just, just I, I can't take it. I, I need me football. I need to support the family, and I need to be the, yeah. the personal. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, this bipolar stuff is actually it's the, me. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it's, a, know, the, it's the, a superpower. It's a superpower. I just need to know how to control this and do other things. So, um, and then that went off the medication, and then again things were going good, and then I went bang, struggled again. And uh, the club at the Dragons done the right thing by me, and they got me into to see a psychiatrist. Um, this Indian guy, um, champion, I remember going in there and, um, again, he explained everything and pretty much I said, have you been getting information off other people? <laughs> Friends and family, yeah. He goes, mate, I've been doing this for a long time. He had a big waiting list and they got me in and, um, he goes, this is, this, you need to own this. You've got a young family. You know, I had my daughter and, and, and me daughters and, and my wife, he goes, I know you're a good person, but you need to own this and take charge of this, and and really treat this, you know, and look after yourself. And mm. that was the first time I took it serious, and right. I was just like, I'm gonna do this, and I um, accepted it, and just, you know, I put everything into place, you know, um, um, changed the medication, and tried to make things that work for me, um, and put so trying to find a medication that, yeah, that still allowed, allowed you to allowed be aggressive, do, and yeah, and just pitch. do even if not that, just. Strategies or different things that I could do in life and, you know, if it was avoiding different, you know, situations or not the drink to a certain, but, you know, yeah. I, I still had a hiccups here and there, but um, it wasn't, you know, we moved up to Manly here and me my wife, I'm giving her some raps here, so she listens to them, I'm in the <laughs> yeah. books. But no, um, and then um, she only recently, dinner. if you can see there on the side of my head, I've got a big red mark there. It's a scar on the side there, so, yeah. Um only recently I it was actually last year, late last year, after the footy season, um I was up in Gosford and I was at a mate's barbecue and had too much to drink. Um, you know, and it was a bit of a driveway and my mates called me a taxi to go home. Uh, they're like, You gotta go, you are pretty intoxicated, my wife wanted me home and um in that time when I said, Alright, all good, said goodbyes and they went back inside I um I lost my footing and it was a bit of a steep driveway and I um, must have tried to stop myself and stop yourself with your head, he, he, head. Yeah, stop <laughs> myself with my head and I hit a rock and um, so the taxi turned yeah. up and you know lucky for my mate we had a funny feeling. He goes something's not right. I'm going to go and look for him. So my mate Joshy Miller, if he's listening, mm-hmm. um, I was at the Canberra Aiders with him so. He's someone that I've, I've known for a long time. He actually had a funny. He didn't. He had a feeling that something wasn't right. right. So he went out there and looked for me, and um, and the taxi driver turned up, and he was, you know he couldn't find me either. So everyone was alert and then they found me. Uh, my mate found me, Joshy, on the bottom of a hill, um, bleeding like out of my head, like going down. So um, if they didn't, if they didn't find me, I wouldn't be here because oh, the yeah, amount of blood that I lost. Bad. Yeah, but so. Fuck. The ambulance come. They, my mate, rolled me on my side. Um, they took me to, the, to hospital and they flew me straight to Sydney. Oh shit! Was yeah, that bad? it was that bad. So I was um, in intensive care. Um, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. It was pretty. It was. It was crazy. So. Um, had so um, bruising you on the brain like you've fallen like I've, I've tried I must have tried to stop myself and I just went bang weight onto a rock on a hard pit and then no. that's why I've got that scar now for life for, to remind me but um, yeah woke up in hospital and I was just like out of the car, and I was just like am I life? because it was just these massive big bright lights and yeah. I thought I was heaven was and, the and, gates. and no yeah. yeah but I wouldn't have been at the gates I was then <laughs> down the other end but I um
0: it's pretty bright <laughs> yeah this yeah. is not for me but um <laughs>
1: you know and it was sort of a bit of a laugh and I was just like oh yeah, you know, it was just a very very weird feeling and um you know so was that were you, were
0: you not in a coma did he say or yeah like in the medically kind of yeah yeah,
1: right. yeah to stop the swelling or the bruising on my brain so how long um, were you in that for uh, I think I'll have to ask my wife the exact time but I think it was a day or two maybe yeah, right, like far, far out maybe yeah so it was, it was pretty scary for obviously everyone and um Yes, yeah, so I spent weeks in in, in hospital, um, and I'll tell you what: if you're going to ever uh, have a self-assessment and really have a good look at yourself, and really up, yeah. a wake up, you got you know you got no phone, you got you don't really yeah, there's a lot of time where you spend on your own, um, and you around people that had different brain injuries. You know, I was on the ward there. It um, was the first time in my life that I had real real guilt. Like I just I held myself accountable for everything. Right. I just went, this is not this is not me. I just, you know, this is, you know, to have my daughters crying, having my family crying and, mm. and knowing that my life could be like, like if it wasn't for my friends finding me, I, I wouldn't be here. That's the yeah, honest truth because I was, you know, bleeding and, and laying mm. down this certain part of the, mm. this steep part. So, um, you know, I just, for the first time in my life, I was just it's like, wow, i got it. I get it. I, I, I get it. I just this is this is not. I want to you know. Life is too good to be, you yeah. know, to living, you know, to being drink about and, and, and being that, being yeah. wild and have little patches and come good for a certain thing and do my community stuff and go. Oh, things are all good because mm-hmm. I live by karma. So if I do, mm-hmm. if I was going out drinking, I was the biggest hypocrite ever. I'd go out and drink and, and and do the wrong thing and then I'd go out and do these workshops. I'd go and talk with the mind. I would run the mindset. Project where I share a bit of my story and about giving hope to people that you can change the way you are, you just have to work. But I was going out doing them, but I was still drinking and, yeah. and still, you know, I wasn't 100% perfect. Not, you know, no one's perfect, but I wasn't doing, no, I am. Um, you know, yes, <laughs> or someone. Um, but yeah, so I, um, you know, I so knew. So
0: part of the mindset project, which is something I, I do want yeah. to talk about, Yeah, is part of that sort of messaging to sort of avoid those, you know, avoid drinking and... Yeah,
1: I I didn't speak about not drinking that. I just spoke about um, using your support networks, which I used, um, about having gratitude. You know, I've got got a diary out there in the the kitchen about having gratitude and I have a reminder on my phone to to write down stuff that you're grateful for. What's the good stuff that's in your life? Keep on reminding yourself and programming yourself. We
0: we can be um, quick to remind ourselves of all the bad things. bad shit and the dark stuff yeah yeah i got into a bit of a habit yeah a few years ago of only focusing on that i was like I... I do have some good days good stuff, and yeah. good moments even yeah. in the shitty days yeah like it's just how you yeah it's right you re re-adjust that re-adjust and, and you focus on the good stuff
1: and, that, and that's what it was all about and just the different stuff that i've picked up from professionals and i just went this is the best of it i'm just going to keep on focusing on those things and um, you know, and not drinking. So I haven't haven't drank since then. I I said twelve months I wouldn't drink, um, but even getting to twelve months, I might reassess things and go, well, if I'm still having a few beers and taking a few beers to having ten or twelve beers and not, you know, getting yeah, you know, I d- I don't want to be like that. I don't want to drink in front of my my girls. My girls deserve better. I deserve better. So you know, that's the the commitment that I'm going to make, and I want to stick at. So I haven't drank, and I, honestly, I'm not just saying this as the happiest I've
0: been like you know just well yeah having that bandwidth and the clarity yeah sets you up for for contentment and, you know what Everything. I mean if, if, yeah. if, if you're waking up with a hangover or yeah muddled head like that's right you don't have that bandwidth for, no you don't have the patience you don't that, have no that's
1: right sort of yeah. all, all just I just didn't realise how good life could really be that's I so knew good. it was out there but I just knew I had to work at it and mm-hmm. I'd had to go not you know have a serious accident for me to take that next step the mm. final step that mm. when
0: I oh, I get it I finally get it you know but it sounds of like your trajectory yeah I reckon you probably would have got there anyway maybe yeah. maybe have taken maybe, a bit longer maybe, or, maybe a bit longer but you know, that, that moment catapult but... that, that moment was a,
1: a definitely a, a moment that will you know like a lot of different things I spoke about you know finding out who my real dad was or yeah. making an awkward phone call or having police raid the house yeah. or you know those those moments in life that I still remember still remember every detail of those yeah. at those moments Just it's weird imprinted. how it works it's imprinted yeah, in me yeah. it's the feeling of it, the how I felt, how everything about it, you know, I just stuffed the you know, I couldn't remember anything else, but I remember those different moments and that's the big one was that accident. That's something that um you know, having my daughter come to me in the hospital and, and knowing that if I had five or six beers less or if I, you know, took it a little bit easy, you know, mm. and just instead of going to the extreme, you know, mm. I would have been able to, you know, have my footing
0: you know, just different stuff. I was mm. like, um, you know My body would have been all that much harder because you're in the public eye like did that hit the news and stuff yeah
1: it did it did you know um <laughs> it hit the news with my own fault so um you're not yourself out of when you have a brain injury so um my wife wasn't aware of about me not having me having social having me phone or anything so um there was actually a photo of me um i can show you after you can google it so there was a photo of me um with um with cords or something in my mouth, and right. just me being um, laid in, up, laid up, and in a bad way, yeah. and I actually put that not, up. Not your finest moment. I put it up, not my finest moment, but I put that up on Instagram and said, um, "I'm okay, everyone." People weren't even aware of it. No one knows what's going on. Right. I just wasn't, you know, I was saying things that wasn't me. Like it's just, I oh, really? was just like some real, you know, my my wife explains it. Even I was being quite rude to the staff and to people no, that were. Really? And it just wasn't me, but they moved me and got me in my own room, which was good because I was sharing with other people. But um, yeah, and i posted... Yeah, post. It needs, needs quarantine. Yeah, he needs to right? go in yeah. and put some locks on that door. But um, I posted that photo on on social media and it just went everywhere. Right. It went absolutely crazy, and I didn't even think of that. I the main thing I wanted to do was let my friends, and that's what I was thinking. I thought yeah.
0: at, at the time, um, but, but that judgment was impaired. Because impaired. Of the I wasn't. Knock. No, right. it
1: was. You know, so. I just yeah mate you
0: get knocked every
1: fucking day with the yeah, job with you do Yeah but... yeah you do but not <laughs> to that extreme yeah. that's a, that's a that's a knock <laughs> Um so yeah so uh, I come through it all and you know I sort of I've I've sort of had the the weeks in hospital and had to go through all the different specialists to make sure I was okay to play footy again because I'm not taking any risks the mm. brain so you real oh, I didn't yeah. I didn't know too much about We've got it. Got all but, these cases now in the
0: states with yeah, the um, CTE, yeah. uh, the gr- gridiron guys. Yeah, the you know, CTE is it. The, like there's yeah. so
1: there's so much research now in in, in your brain health and everything. Yeah. So um, I took that serious, and I'm not risking anything, f- no matter what you know, no. footy or whatever else. You know, I want to you know I want to be healthy and, and happy. So, um, but they I cleared everything. Um, I didn't score the best in in some of the tests. or so was. It was more. Um, it's more my intelligence. Like with the, like they had spelling tests and right. and master. Oh come on, man! You can't
0: test me for stuff. <laughs> but um, like and, pro- problem solving. Yeah, puzzles. problem solving. Yeah, I didn't mind right.
1: the problem solving, but the other the spelling stuff and some of the words. I said, man, I'm going to be honest to you. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that word. Yeah, but, I've um, never seen no, it before. Like no, no, no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I come for all that. But I look back on everything now. The the sort of talk about it is just over the, my period of my, over my life I've sort of just like everyone I'm not the only person that's had to come through a different adversity to yeah. come through life everyone's got a story and their unique story some are different some are not as extreme but um, I guess I, I've come through life and I've just instead of saying you know poor me this is this shouldn't happen I look at it all as big lessons in life mm. like this, it's happened it's happened I'm just take you know a different um, a different view on things now, yeah. you know. Instead of looking at things as, as brick walls, I look at it you can't get through them as as hurdles that you have to yeah, just right. overcome, instead yeah. of letting it stop you. Yeah. And I sort of, I just changed my my mindset towards. That's quite things. powerful, hey. Yeah. And
0: is that is that the sort of message that underpins the mindset? Yeah, the yeah. Project?
1: So I come up with the mindset stuff because I was actually doing a lot of stuff because I knew it was healing me and helping me, but I was doing a lot of community. Community talks and different engagement stuff and a guy I recommended, he goes, Man, we we we've got funding to give you. You know, not gonna be heaps of money, but we can pay you. But yeah. you just gotta have a uh, he goes, mate, oh, I said what, what I'll do, do. He goes, Oh mate, you should just set yourself up and you know, come up with a name or something that's turned in yeah, you know, this could help you after football. I went, yeah, of course. Yeah, I probably should think about this because we're a young family, you know. Um so I started doing that and I put up the mindset project and, and I've just what I've pretty much done is taken the best what people have given me, and now I'm giving the people that haven't had access to it or haven't, you know, have, haven't witnessed it, or you know, and I've and I've picked people's brains or, who are you know um, specialized in different areas, and I will just use that and I will use their content and with my story and deliver it into little workshops. So this is my story. Um, so good. This is you know, no matter what our circumstances are, sometimes. We we can we can improve who we are and where we're at in life. It's just it's about owning it and, and, and taking that step forward, and that's the biggest thing. And and, and sometimes these i not sometimes these tools and different things. No, nothing's going to change unless you put the work in, uh, and you know these things can really help you and change your perspective. And that's, that's so what's all, Yeah, that's so what it's all about. You go into schools or go to schools. Yeah, I talk right. about building. I don't share my full story with the kids. I share bits and pieces about. Yeah, you know, you're going to face. You're going to face some some tough times. If it's a bad school mark, if it's bullying, you know, how's mm. different things where you're um, you're facing
0: your own yeah, top it, of it's a, It's not about like. Avoiding those things no. because they're inevitable. Uh, that's right. It's, it's having the coping mechanisms. Yes. To like you know, you know, not not that things are going to bounce off you necessarily, or you know, you're going to inherit these superpowers, but don't let them determine your life or your you know your view on life. Like yeah, life is just peppered full of. Shit times. That's you know, right, like, and that you said it's that perfect. You, it's That's how, it's, how you deal with it. It's how
1: you deal with it, and, and how how you look at those times, you know, instead of looking at those things and, and letting them, you know, um, really you know shape shape you, shape yeah. you yeah. and really stop you from living that life that you deserve. So mm. um, i was about to go out there, and i I work I I do talks at all different group uh, so different deep. yeah I do it at primary schools you know high schools I go do corporates sporting clubs. I just sort of mix it up, and I try and adapt on the way. You know, I yeah. I don't have a, a you know. I sort of just talk the way I talk. It's not like I haven't been trained how to talk. I'm I'm very very loose. I yeah. You
0: know, but that, that I, humanizes you. you yeah, it I does. Like, I, 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 don't, I didn't know you from a bar of soap before I walked in, but yeah, I could listen to you all day because yeah. you're you're a human and you're you're very honest. Like, yeah, you're very transparent. Like, yeah, you know, you've just shared yeah you don't know me but you no. just shared everything and i think i think there's power in that because people want to listen to a true yeah um, Unsolicited, yeah, that's open right. Open dialogue, yeah, you know?
1: and that's. And I feel like it's the most powerful way to get through to, to people, or, or no matter what age <coughs> they are, it's just people want to relate, or people you know don't have to relate with every bit of the story, but yeah. different parts of it they can take away from yeah. them. And it's it's important for me now to go out there and teach kids that things are going to be tough at some period, at some certain time. Like you will overcome it, believe in it, you will overcome it. You know, you talk about. Um, you know, people, there's been evidence of people who have been put in these... Um, you know, there's been these documentaries where people have been put in these um, camps for seven or so years or been taken hostage and they overcome all these, you know, <coughs> traumatic experiences, but they come through it by being resilient and over... Yeah. You know, instead of, you know, taking their life or, you know, taking... They, they, they come through and they come through it stronger and they, you know, I just... That's all it's all a part of us it's, it's there <laughs> you,
0: you, you, just... you hear these like amazing stories yeah. of people that have been taken hostage yeah and have just they're brutalised brutalised you know all their safety and the love of connection yeah. is just removed, removed and they're tortured and, but they'll come out with so much hope and like, I'm not sure that's how I would cope with it no. but do you know what I mean like there's some Phenomenal stories out there,
1: and, and that's what I love. I, I love that, and and mine's nowhere near that, obviously. But it's about showing and telling people that you are strong, you are resilient. You just got to believe in it, and you will overcome this. Trust me. You yeah. just it's what you do with your mindset and how you look at things and view things, and. and and, and believe in yourself to do that and it's it's important to go out there and share that because it's important I want people not to let those let those traumatic things shape them and and, and stop them from living to their full potential and living the life they deserve because you know I could have definitely let that happen to me and different times I've had to overcome that different those little hurdles to to get to where I am now Um, you know only not long ago I had to face one of the biggest hurdles of of hitting my head and putting you know being put in intensive care but um, you know, it's those times in life that we, we can come through, and we all have that inside us to, to
0: do that. Joel, do you, do you ever go back to your old stomping ground? Like you're out, out west? For, um, for yeah, I'm out time.
1: west a bit. I'm out in the country a little bit. I go do, and do. Like sharing that like with um, the concept. Yeah, yeah, I do talks in, in Gundigai. I've done some talks Great. in Wagga Wagga, um, out country New South Wales. I'm planning actually to go and do more talks. Um, in my off season, it's hard to get the balance of yeah. footy and and also with my family. I, you know, my, my wife backs me every every time, and I actually took my family out with me last time because I wasn't allowed to drive with with my injury, and um, it wasn't soon after that I had something planned, so I had all these schools booked in and community events. But I'm going to continue to do it because um, I've got a big family out there, and I see the the struggles that are continuing to happen in 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 rural, these rural towns and across australia not just in yeah, rural yeah. places but um, you know I feel like it's it's not just important it's just it, it helps me too as a person knowing that I'm out there and and helping others and having people that have contacted me um, you know through social media and say oh, you' have helped me to go and go and talk to someone you've you so, helped yeah. you know and just you know difference that that is so powerful I, oh, yeah. I feel like it's
0: it's too and important and then they they become the the uh influential person in exactly. someone else's life it's a it's a ripple effect and yeah. you know it's, which it's, is the basis for the whole 12 step I, thing right I, I, aa I, and na that's, it's that's, it's that's helping someone else and buddying up that, and that's exactly right effect. and
1: that's why yeah. it's so powerful and that's and that's what i'm doing that's a, that's where that's yeah, why that's i so feel good. like it's 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 important to me and um, you know, it's it was too hard for me to walk away from it and go in a different direction and doing, mm. you know, something else. I could have put my time and effort into mm. a, a business or, or mm. you know, like a, a cafe. Oh I don't know, whatever it was, mm. I would be terrible at running a cafe, but whatever it was no, i I've got yeah, one, I had yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be terrible. But um yeah, you know, I I it was so special to me to go out and do that and you know, they have I had my daughters, uh, Imogen come and, and do help out, hand out booklets and and to sit in through um one of the primary school stuff and she was proud and i could see that in her being her one day going out and helping others because i don't know where it come from i think i got from you know my my grandparents and people that i always saw them helping others and i've sort of had that you know put into me and it's been a big part of me being healing myself and, and and believing that i'm here in this world for a reason and yeah, um, you know, it's making me love myself and, and, and you know, it's,
0: it's, it's so important for me. Joel, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, mate. No worries. So where, like... where do people find The Mindset Project? Um,
1: yeah, you can find me on Instagram, The Mindset Project. Um, it's on um, also www.themindsetproject.com.au. Um, but yeah just, just hit me up on any social media Joel Thompson as well and, and get in touch with me and like I said I'm happy to have a chat with anyone and I've got some really cool booklets at the moment that I've had um, people that are specialised in different areas that have really put them together and have helped me along the way they've you know, kept my like in contact psychologists with psychologists and stuff like yeah that. just different people that have put yeah. these booklets together and uh, a friend her name is Jessica McCartney she's listening she's a champion but um, she's really good I work with her in the NRL and um, she does some really good stuff and she's helped me put these booklets together as well and um, yeah so it's, it's awesome so I've got some new ones now for kids yeah, um, awesome. that I'm getting out there so yeah just get in touch with me and um, we can have a chat and, and yeah good on you Joe no thanks so a thanks
0: for your honesty thanks mate thanks so